Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am Murray, and I am... Uh, I'm an officer of glitter. Glitter. <laughs> Getting little iridescent twinklies totally <laughs> everywhere, right? Sorry, <laughs> you're spending I, your nights again. 100%. <laughs> I put up the uh, Christmas tree on the weekend, and oh, okay. our ornaments, some of our ornaments, have got like a like a little patina of glitter all over them, apparently. I And I figured was just stuck to the the ornament like it's it's not like a shake it and it all falls off sort of thing but but <laughs> after putting up the tree i found glitter and continue to find glitter everywhere it's on the floor it's on the seats it's yeah. on me it's in the shower <laughs> it's in my hair it's everywhere. I'm. I mean, I could go outside right now, and if like a stray moonbeam hit me, I would be like lighting up like who <laughs> <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> knows what. Yeah, uh, it's That's everywhere. Not, yeah, it, it 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 is. I found some. You know, uh, uh, Sarah was doing some crafting with some glitter the other day, and uh, I was doing dishes today, and it's like, how did we get glitter in here? <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness! No, it's so true. I got a card. I get a birthday card from an aunt that has glitter on it, and forget it. It's all. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's still exactly. like three weeks later. <laughs> my wife's looking at me like, "Where did you go?" I'm like, "No, nah, it's the card." <laughs> <laughs> I swear, it's the birthday card. <laughs> yeah, I went to bed the other night. You said I was gonna you were gonna be up late podcasting, quote unquote. <laughs> and come home covered in glitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So that's me. I will be vacuuming or I mean, why bother? <laughs> right? They are immune to vacuums. Yeah, yeah. I'll be shining and glowing. Into next Christmas, I think. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it is. The tree looks lovely. So do my knees, my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Appearing next on our center stage... Foxy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to see that, believe me. <laughs> Put your hand together. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, folks, I'm gonna I'm gonna change the subject and save Murray this. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Uh, folks, I am I am Paul French, and I am the uh, the um, the uh, chief expect expectant officer of really. <laughs> That's right. I'm really I'm I, I, and I've got a nested um a, a nested acronym here because I, 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 I yes really meaning that I am really excited about Lobo Lucky yes I've been <laughs> I really enjoyed this series uh, and uh, and now I've like started digging into the Outcast thing trying to find some of that and uh, yeah yeah that um is outcast right that was the series yes, we discovered. <laughs> yes i am yes i am planning on reading that too looking into that too 
Cause it just, I mean, I, it's just yeah, like just brand new. I'm like, where did this come from? This is a brand new series in the eighties. I'd never heard of. I'm just blown away by that. Like how, uh, like it just, yeah, it just does not seem like the kind of thing we wouldn't know about. And, um, and so, yeah, yeah, it's kind of exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so that's me. How about you? Oh, sir? that's you. Well, yeah. I'm Al Sedano, and this week I am the chief carrying officer of Gravel, oh. groin wrenching edition via <laughs> extensive landscaping. Oh, dear. Because what's a great way to work off the thanks, you know, all the Thanksgiving food you ate? Well, spend several hours outside on Sunday doing stuff in the landscape in the backyard, carrying like dozens of bags of gravel to fill in a uh, <laughs> in a border we put behind the uh, behind the lanai, the back door. Yeah. So we were doing that. We were doing that. We had it all. Got rid of all the grass there and kill all that and put the big paper stones down, then filled it up, filled it in with gravel all inside. It looks nice, but it was exhausting. <laughs> it but sounds exhausting. Considering how much I ate at Thanksgiving. Oh, there you go. Which yeah. was a lot. I went up for, I went up like, I think three times because I had to make sure I got some of everything. <laughs> That's awesome. At one point, I looked at the counter. I'm like, I didn't know there was stuff on this counter, too. Crap. <laughs> I didn't see the lasagna there. <laughs> Garfield would be so disappointed in you. Totally. Yes, my family makes lasagna at Thanksgiving. Lasagna and turkey. I think the plan is to keep have more turkey leftovers by having people stuff themselves in lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did that for a couple of years, but that's because Sherry's sister went vegetarian for a while. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not vegetarian lasagna. Oh, no, it was. That's right. My cousin's vegetarian, so her father made it. <laughs> my mom makes it. My mom used to make it. It was never vegetarian. Yeah, mm -hmm. No. Either way, we're back to just straight turkey. <laughs> that was good. Plus, I had actually podcasting thing there. Uh, John Wilson, my who my co-host. I co saw that. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. He was going to end up being at loose ends on Thanksgiving, so we invited him to come by. So that, that was cool. is awesome. Yeah, is he in Florida? I had no idea. Mm -hmm. huh. He's just on the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast. Okay. But yeah. since my cousin's in Orla right outside Orlando, she's kind of in the middle. So. Cool. Very nice. Very nice. Indeed. Excellent. Well, you know what else is nice? This beautiful cover on Lobo number two by Mike Mignola. Yes, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Lobo, Un-American Gladiators. There we go. We got uh, Lobo ripping something apart. The, the big robot. Yeah. The Grim Reaper. Yeah, well, I was going to say a butt looks on, but I guess it's a fly, a fly character. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I got back was like a minute too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't remember that character from last issue, but you never know. <laughs> yeah. I have to say, Mignola's style really works well with Lobo. It, it does. Totally. Yeah. His Lobo was looks there, really good. Was there ever like a. Hellboy Lobo mini crossover special. Not that I can, not that I remember seeing. The only, I think the only DC crossover they did was the Batman Starman Hellboy. Right. Yeah, I just read that this summer actually. 
Yeah, it's the only one I can think of that we cross over with DC characters. The which one? Did you say Starman? Yep, Batman, Starman, Hellboy. Yeah, it was in the... Uh, I read it in the Starman omnibus. Um, let's just see don't here. think. It's I wonder, great. I'm yeah. sure it is. I just don't know if I have it in my Starman collection. It, it's not in the in the original trades. I don't. Believe. No, no, no. But I mean, like, did I buy it as it came out? Is it in my lot oh, somewhere? Oh, I gotcha. I getcha. Yeah. Um, I don't think it is. I'm actually impressed. It's in the omnibus, considering it's a you know intercompany crossover. It well, and and it it is main. I think it's in there mainly because Robinson wrote it, and um, and I think that that um. You, you know, they kind of made a deal for the for the completeness of it. And um, but um, it, it, which is kind of funny because, I mean, it doesn't really involve Starman that much. He's only uh, in like the one because it's a two issue th- series. He's only in one of the two issues, I think. Right. And they and they at least give you the the both issues. So you have the context. Right. Which right, I right, appreciate. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that um you know with uh with with Hellboy, you know, uh Mignola kind of gets to call the shots on that. And so uh you know, if Robinson asks him um uh, you know, he seems to be one of the uh few people that Robin Robinson hadn't ostracized and <laughs> um in the in, in the intervening years and uh so um uh, you know, I think, you know, I think he just asked real nice and uh, and Mignola was like, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> well, yeah, no, that makes sense, because considering Starman is such a almost almost creator, creator own series, so to speak. You know, like, yeah, it's still big DC, but it's like Sandman. It's so much on him. It, it, yeah. And I mean, it, and and they did have sort of a, con, a contractual, um, uh, you know, agreement on uh, on that as far as, um, uh, you know, uh, Jack doesn't get used unless uh, unless they get uh, Robinson's blessing, and um, so sort of of a similar bent for for, uh, for that time. Yeah, but considering, yeah, that, considering Hellboy's just oh, it's, you know, it isn't a company, but I mean, it's the company is <coughs> Magnolia. So yeah, if yeah, he says exactly. yes, and yeah, it's a lot easier, I guess, than like including a Batman, the Superman, Spider-Man thing in a regular Superman trade or something. I think uh, I think um, Dark Horse just likes to keep it Mignola happy. Yeah, especially since they lost so many other things last year. Oh, well, right? Yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah, uh, you know, letting uh, Mignola call his shots is uh, is uh, you know kind of a yeah yes. Um, I've I've been looking to see if there was anything um, uh, mentioning. Um, um uh hellboy versus lobo there's a lot of speculation of of how that such a battle would go but um but nothing about an actual uh you know series so that's too bad because that would be cool yeah definitely and if my memory's correct this would be pre-hellboy right because like 93 (coughs) Um, i mean i think we might have had his appear his Sort of first appearance in Next Men by now, but I don't think anything else. I had forgotten that. That's yeah, you're right. That was the uh, first appearance uh, of Hellboy. Yeah. In Next Men. Yeah. 
Really? Because that was all, I... all around the same time. Yeah, oh, it was like I issue 21. It was supposed to be like, I don't know, some kind of weird thing where like comic book characters were appearing to, yeah, the, yeah, one, to yeah, yeah. the young kid and help. one of them was Hellboy. Oh, really? I wonder if it's worth like $8 million. I could be sitting on like a... I hope so, because I do have that and know where it is. <laughs> I know I have it. <laughs> um, yeah, because uh, in, the, in the first one, uh, Byrne scripted it uh, for him. So he he wrote the story, but uh, but the dialogue was done by Byrne. Um, so I'm just trying to find here. Um, yeah, so I think uh, so. Hellboy, yeah, started in 94. So it would have been, yeah, like you say, pretty close. Um, looking at his. Uh, his um oh, search properly come on uh, <laughs> yeah so so un-american gladiators um oh this is just listing them sorry this is just listing them alphabetically i was trying to get a, a an idea of the context um Yeah, no. Okay. No, it doesn't look like there has been a any sort of uh Hellboy versus Lobo, which seems seems an oversight. Totally. <laughs> I found on Mike's Amazing World, so Next Men twenty one, yeah, first Hellboy is December ninety three came out. Well I mean yeah, it came out in December. So this is covered in July, so a couple months before Hellboy even appeared. Yeah, it was definitely in the works. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I was just trying to, I was just trying to place this in, you know, in the larger context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. Uh, You you know, uh, one thing's for sure. He was definitely, um, you know, his his style had uh, had definitely kind of refined into uh, where he was going with that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, You know, I mean, some of the stuff before. Um, like you know, Cosmic Odyssey and even Gotham by Gaslight wasn't wasn't quite as you know he was still developing that style. Um, yeah, he was uh, getting there though for sure. He, oh, without a doubt. And uh, but but by you know by this point he's clearly deep into it. And uh, yeah, yeah, totally. All righty, so it's the crossover that never happened. The crossover that woulda, coulda, shoulda. <laughs> well, Lobo is kind of having a bit of resurgence now. I mean, there's like what two Lobo series out right now. There's what Crushing oh, yeah. Lobo and the Superman vs. Lobo. So I mean, right, right, right. You never know. Yeah, that's right. Could happen. <laughs> well, Mike, Alrighty. You're yeah. listening, right? Totally, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so we got Lobo here. Yes, doing the deed on. On the nasty dude there on the cover. I think it's my turn to go over it. So I believe so. Yeah. Let's just dive in here. Uh, we get like a voiceover ad sort of thing. That adventure holiday turned out to be an expensive dud. Like to live a little dangerously. Fed up with your regular two weeks at the beach. I mean, who could be fed up at the beach? Come on. <laughs> then this year, why not try Mondo Carno, the wonderful world of carnage? 
There's fun for all the family. You can come along just to watch or participate yourself in some of our deadly pursuits. Chance your luck in the Tunnel of Doom. Complete, complete, yeah, complete the spine-chilling sleigh ride and win big cash prizes. And when they say sleigh, they're talking like S-L-A-Y, sleigh. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And why not end it all in Suicide Park? Oh, my. (laughs) The choice is yours. 101 wonderful ways to die. And we see some goofy kid with, like, dynamite strapped all over his body. uh, Grenades, like, (laughs) tongue out, eyes goggling all over the place. He's, um... Guy Gardner haircut. Yeah, totally. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We've got activities for young and old. Let the kids run wild in our daily bunny bash. <laughs> We've got a cute little munchkin throwing down hammers on some pretty... Uh, Python-esque. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> some pretty terrible bunnies. Don't let yes. on you know. <laughs> Or send that aging relative to a just reward at our Wild West Euthanasium. We have have grandma in like, with like, almost like a pilgrim attire with like a giant gun on her belt. And and what looks to be kind of like a cowboy pilgrim. Anyway, he shoots her. She's she's gone pretty quickly. Yeah. (laughs) Draw, Grandma. <laughs> That's right. I yeah, blamo. Even after death, rest assured, you'll be well looked after here at the giant nuclear reactor which powers Mondo Carno. Your mortal remains will be incinerated at no extra charge, and we'll present surviving relatives with this fabulous gold-framed hologram of your final moments to cherish forever—a fitting end to your holiday in Mondo Carno. I'm booking mine now. <laughs> and <laughs> all I'm thinking as I'm reading this is how in the world is a planet like this permitted to hang out in DC land? <laughs> yeah. Like like the Justice League hasn't heard about it. Nobody's trying to stop it. I'm just going to let that go. <laughs> well, somebody's trying to stop it, as we'll see. I guess so, yeah. All right, so we get the the owner or whatever. Greetings, core lovers. This is Johnny Caesar, your emperor of evisceration, welcoming you back to the main game, where our 16 teams are about to play Beat the Reaper. Before we start, a brief summary of the rules. You start here, and you finish at the other end. Is that clear? And it's clear to everyone except the big green bug creature. (laughs) Could you repeat that, Johnny? There's always one, folks. <laughs> and I don't know if we see him again, so maybe he's, like, eliminated right off the bat there. Waiting up there in the trouble bubble to orchestrate the action, the maestro of mayhem himself, Victor Immature. Ready, Victor? Without further ado, let's play Beat the Reaper. And so all the teams start racing off towards the first event. Those about to die, I salute you. And we see Lobo is, well, maybe not front, but certainly center. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As he races towards the big wall. Un-American Gladiators, part two, Veni Vidi, Fraggy. 
Alan Grant and John Wagner on script. Cam Kennedy is art, digital chameleon is colors, Todd Klein is letters. Frank Pedarisi is assistant editor, and a bug Dan Raspler is the editor, with Lobo created by Keith Giffen and Roger Slifer. So Lobo decides to get right into the swing of things. He dives in, feet first, kicking people out of his way. A mad dash for the wall, and first to show is Lobo with Boracio, the Predator, close behind. Ooh, there goes one of the Lost Platoon. And just in case you've forgotten, we've got like this, almost like Easy Rocks, (laughs) Surge, uh, Army Battalion as part of the... There's no idea how they got there. Yeah, they have no idea, and it doesn't really matter, because they're not around for very long, I don't think. I, I want to uh, say, wasn't like the big wall the fir- one of the first things they did in American Gladiators 2? They had like climb some, you know, wall yeah. climb? Yeah, totally. Well, this wall climb is pretty intense. <laughs> this is crazy. What are we doing here, Sarge? I don't know. <laughs> and they're trying to climb up the wall. Coming up fast is Stonebone. Leave us some wall there, Rocky. Remember, first to the top wins a fabulous spot prize. And it's Lobo. The main man is there. What's Lobo's prize, Candy? To add to the video recorder he won earlier, we're going to give Lobo a complete set of the new Encyclopedia Galactica, all 763,000 volumes. Goodness. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All of which are tastefully covering Candy's ample boobs that's all i got mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to come up with a clever euphemism but you know she's covered barely <laughs> yeah lobo's like sit on the books babe education's for losers <laughs> <laughs> uh-oh bd rickenbacker's ripped tripped a booby trap bd your question who led the mongol hordes you may confer so Rickenbacker starts asking around. That was uh, Genghis somebody, right, Killer? Nah, it was Stallone. Sly Stallone, the Italian stallion. Isn't that a horse? Nah, you're thinking of Cary Grant. <laughs> Didn't the horse carry Grant? Look, I know what I'm talking about. Just give him the answer, will ya? Okay, Johnny, we'll go with Stallone. Wrong. And a little fist comes out and... Slams him in the face. Kablamo. <laughs> and and look, we got like an appearance of Legion, kind of. <laughs> I mean it's Legion, but someone got yes. the uh someone got the the uh either it's re- I mean it's not really early in Legion's appearance. Like Faye should have that buzz cut look she's got instead she's somebody <laughs> gave the art cam kennedy the phantom girl <laughs> totally uh, she's art got... sheet from the end of like that baxter run because that's what she yeah, looks yeah, like yeah yeah she's, yeah she's got yeah shadow last hair kind of flying all over the place around her uh, well or, like a, or a an early issue like of a, uh of legion you know yeah where... yeah yeah from her very first issue yeah, yeah. anyway not a big deal. We'll let it go. She's wearing a wig. She's trying something. You know. Yeah. They do that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, anyway, we are on Cairn, and Vril Docs and FaZe are watching all this play out on the TV. 
And the Beast from 60 Fathoms has won this solid platinum groin piece. FaZe is saying, you're watching the main game? I thought you hated the whole idea of violence as entertainment. Matter of fact, didn't we try to close down Mondo Carno last year? Yes. Unfortunately, they're not breaking any laws. It's in unregulated space. Lobo's over the rings. He's making this game look easy. Lobo? You let Lobo go in for the main game? And that's it for Legion for now. Yeah. <laughs> Camera four. Zoom in on Wolfman. <laughs> and we see uh, a Wolfman who is like a it looks familiar. Clone. <laughs> <laughs> if Wolverine's costume was his body, that's yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. His uh, head is sort of shaped the way Wolverine's hair is shaped, and his claws are pretty much just his hands. Anyway, he's yeah. he's cutting someone apart there. He's cutting apart Russell Muscle actually. Russell Muscle will be lucky to survive that one. First maiming to Wolfman Marv. And Russell just falls off the wall. He's not making it up. And that exciting slash wins the Wolfman 100,000 credits. Lobo is making no attempt to carry on. He's throwing away that early swing back into the pack. What a sportsman. And Lobo is like, Gerana Fragon Mo. <laughs> and he gives a kick to one of the... Uh, Rock <laughs> soldiers, and there goes the Lost Patrol CO. That's Lieutenant Mitch Murphy, 35, from Akron, Ohio, and he's swallowed up by an alligator. <laughs> A chunk. Everything but his foot is swallowed up by the alligator. Sorry. <laughs> Lieutenant. Blow that bastard away, boys. We can't, Sarge. We ran out of ammo three weeks ago up on the Chi-Kong Delta. Rear guard now up the wall, Sarge, awaiting orders. <laughs> and is it Candy? Is that her name? I've already forgotten her name. It's the first kill. I'll put, I bet that was a smile face, Candy. It is Candy. Look at that. If it doesn't, this certainly will. Lobos won three months in a brothel. <laughs> That's a price I'll take. <laughs> that, yeah, totally. And they're, like, swinging away on these um, hoops. Like, they're, like, hoops suspended from something, kind of swinging from one to the other. Yeah, that's very American Gladiator. Lobos kind of... It, it, it's a free-for-all. They're all kind of kicking and smashing at each other as they make their way through. Hey, killer! That's the bozo that stomped our driver. I'll settle his hash. So he sends a fist off towards Lobo. Hits Lobo in the face. Lobo goes down. He is swallowed by the alligator. Chunk! And he tries to open up the alligator's mouth and gets chonked again. So he is... He's been eaten. He's been eaten by the alligator. That's it for Lobo. Oh. <laughs> Bye, Lobo. Yeah, short issue. <laughs> machine Gun Alley initiating two-second bursts. And sure enough, the machine guns start going off like crazy. We have new leaders. The Deeds Boys are through Machine Gun Alley. And coming up fast behind one of those lovely ladies from hell. And <laughs> the Deed Boys look like they're helping her. 
thanks guys and then they just toss her to an acid pit i guess <laughs> not like violent dirty deeds to help lend a helping hand now that's more like it so one of the lovely ladies is gone as <laughs> she's eaten up by acid it's an early acid bath for agnetha and a super mobile home for the deeds BD, that kill on Lobo means you take over all his prizes. That gives you a video recorder, the complete new Encyclopedia Galactica, and three months at a brothel. Yeah, that killer? Ah, nice one. That's six ones each. So this is a team, this uh, team. One of the team thinks they're a team of two. <laughs> the other <laughs> team, the other dude thinks they're a team of three because he's got his... The third partner dead in a in a bucket. It says do a not bucket empty. that says do not empty. <laughs> no, it ain't. It's a straight three-way split. Old Yance here. He's got to get his piece of the action. While they're arguing about it, the uh, alligator has seen better days. It's kind of bouncing through the water with this terrified look on its face. Wait a minute. There's something happening down there in the crock pool. Well, comes bursting right out of the center of the alligator, laughing all the way. It's a miraculous escape for Lobo. This is one hard man to keep down. Sorry, BD, there go those prizes. Ah, you win some, you lose some, Johnny. Guess we'll just have to keep paying for it. So there you go. They're not going to stop going to the brothel. They're just, you know, going to continue to pay. <laughs> the leaders are past the acid ball. They're in the pinball pit. And here come the pinballs. Them rolls. Spike them balls. Because the balls are huge. Think Indiana Jones huge. But also very, very spiky. <laughs> Look out, bro, says one of the Deeds boys. And um, the ball just kind of rolls right over top of one of the ladies from hell <laughs> so they lose another one she gets squashed pretty quickly someone's gone it's bjorn and the ladies from hell are down to one woman or man or whatever they are back at machine gun alley they're dropping like flies in fact two of them are flies and with them claudius the fourth warrior king from the crab nebula tough luck sire and on the wire, the Satan brothers are through. And here comes the Ivy League. Not for long, mind you. And there goes the Ivy League as they are shot to pieces. Nice teamwork, boys. Rotten timing. <laughs> wait till I say go, killer. No, you wait till I say go. And Lobo is saying, gotta make up some lost time. Come here, dweeb. And he grabs one of the, uh, the army officers. And uses him as a shield. <laughs> oh, nice move by Lobo. That's Lost Platoon's Private Chip Spudding, 23, from Boise, Idaho. There goes the Rickenbacker team. Also, Pierre, Piero, Pierre, Pure. The let's go with Pure, the Ultra Boar. I like the sound of that. <laughs> anyway, it's not going to last long. Uh oh, that bell means a booby trap. Uh, Pior, your question. Which famous actor 
known as the Italian Stallion, starred in the Rambo films. Uh, that was Stallone, Johnny. I'm going to need both names, Pi. Uh, Stallone Ranger? Yeah. Wrong. Kaboom. <laughs> he gets blown up. <laughs> And we see the uh, the leaders, the Deeds boys, are at the last uh, obstacle at this point, and <laughs> their victims are kind of scattered all around. In the pit, I can see, yes, it's Benny from Hell. The last of the ladies is gone. But we're up front with the leaders. The Deeds boys are climbing out onto the last obstacle, the minefield. There could be anything under those squares. Booby traps, hot spots, prizes. Uh oh, Vile's tripped one. And it's a question. Vile deeds for 50,000 credits. Name the general who executed one million prisoners in three hours during the last Rim War. That's easy, Johnny. General D. Bombo, Thrissel Grut, <laughs> Snort, Cough, Slash, Shaglag. That is correct. Move on, Vile. And he takes one step forward and, oops, he hits a hot spot and gets, <laughs> he gets blow, blown up, heated up. He's not, he's, he's it's dead. <laughs> he's dead. Whatever he is, he's dead now. At the acid bath, a neat tail flick by Voracio dissolves Krakus's chances. That's one dead coon. Voracio wins a complete torture chamber, Johnny, and a year's supply of victims. And Lobo's throwing his, his chain at uh, the dude that... Uh, Rickenbacker? Uh, smacked, yeah, Rickenbacker that smacked him with a fist earlier. That's for that sucker punch, Phoebe. And his hook hooks right onto his uh, his dead buddy's basket, I guess. <laughs> kind of causing it to spill, maybe. Yes! No! In the pinball pit, we have tragedy for the Satan brothers. Lawrence Satan just wasn't quick enough. And Wolfman Marv is snaking his way through danger. <laughs> And so the Satan brothers are having a little discussion. <laughs> Lying down on the job again, Lawrence. Apologies, Ronald. A temporary setback. This is sensational. Lawrence is ripping himself free. He's carrying on as if nothing had happened. And I know millions of Satan brothers fans out there must be very relieved. Talk about tough. These two are going to be hard to beat. Yes, says Rickenbacker. He, uh. He rescues the the bucket, but holy fig, he's leaking. Medic, medic. <laughs> well, that acid's picked off one or two, but it's water off the duck's back to Rocky Stonebone. Give that man a prize, Candy. Rocky went to beautiful silver cake rack. <laughs> back with the leaders, it looks like the end for vile deeds. Dirty's dragging him towards the line, but here comes Wolfman Marv. Wolfman, your question. Name the current intergalactic slash and sash champion. Johnny. Correct. That answer wins you a jewel-encrusted bazooka. It's a stylish way to blow six kinds of hell out of anyone you choose. 
And at the line, it's Wolfman Marv for winning the round. Wolfman earns the right to hoist the portcullis and our first round star prize. Candy, Wolfman wins sleek Corval Magma Space Racer, capable of speeds in excess of warp factor 17. Your luxury Corval will whisk you in style and comfort to the very ends of the galaxy. The Deeds boys are home safe, though it looks like Vile may not be able to continue. And as Wolfman turns the crank, a thrill of expectation runs through our studio audience. They know what's coming, and so do the flies. They're caught out there in no man's land. And the portcullis opens, and the flies are stuck out there. The flies are the two guys with, you know, fly heads. <laughs> And that's just too bad because it's time to meet the Reaper. And the Reaper is like a robot with a giant scythe, a giant sword, you know, Grim Reaper type. And he slices through one of the fly guys with a little questioning buzz. Buzz. You ain't died in vain, Buzzy. At least one of the team will get through. Don't speak too soon. You've stepped on a booby trap. Dungley, your question. Hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> Whoops, out of time, Dungley, because the Grim Reaper has just chopped, 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 and sliced the poor fly guy into fillets pretty quickly. Yeah, <laughs> it slices and dices. Totally. <laughs> the Satan brothers are running for the line, but the Reaper... Hasn't seen them. He's going for the main man. Come on, you clockwork bastard to make my weekend. He lashes and jumps, and Slasher cuts the leg off another dude, and on the return slice, slices off that dude's head while the boat ducks. Yes, now it's my and we get a full page spread of Lobo doing what Lobo does. A kick to the face and he gets stomping all over. The river is not long for this world. It's pretty crunched and cranked and stuff. Yeah. <sighs> Looks like some kind of pit with big white balls, Sarge. Sarge? I can hear a rescue topper. <laughs> nope, it is just the Grim Reaper's knife flying through the air as Lobo's done with it and uh, chopped the dudes pretty much in half. Yeah. <laughs> I'll those soldier names later, folks. Right now, we're witnessing a sight you do not often see on the main. Lobo is taking the Reaper apart sit back and a craftsman at work. He's not just beating the Reaper, he is pounding him into scrap. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> some of the other guys are taking advantage of that. Run for it, killer. Holy fig. Killer! Who's about to get tripped and he's about to get squashed by one of the big uh, ball balls. Hit it, candy! And there's a big bong and the ball stops like millimeters from the dude's face. And that gong means the first game is over. Lobo has beat the Reaper. And there are rays and thunderous applauses all over the place. Didn't he do well, Candy? 
Yes, he did, Johnny. That stunning, stomping wins Lobo. Our special Reaper reward is on weight in gold. That was too close for comfort. I'm beginning to have second thoughts about this main game malarkey. Never mind. At least we're through to the second round, and these are the two, uh, the two dudes. Outcasts. <laughs> Disgusting things, yeah. That's what I mean. This ain't kid stuff. We could get ourselves killed. Ah, you worry too much. Anyway, we're doing it for a good cause. Doing it for a friggin' pile of bones in a bucket. If you think winning any healing miracle is going to do anything for him, forget it. He ain't sick. He's friggin' dead. Oh, yeah. Damn it, killer. I warned you. You got me now. I got you riled. You got me friggin' riled. Yeah? You'll be more riled when I bust your stupid face. I'm busting my stupid face. All right, that's it. Please, the first round is over. You keep out of this. There's fighting spirit for you, and that spirit should be rewarded. Fighting on even after the gong, you win this spot prize. Hey, we want something after all. See, killer, our luck's changing. This exclusive pack of barbed wire nose rings. There's three of them. One each. And his partner is just glaring daggers at him. <laughs> and at the end of round one, only ten teams remain in the main game. But empty is still too many. We're going to have to whittle them down. Join right this commercial break when we'll be playing Kill Crazy. And we're back on current Cairn and Docs and Faze get the last word here. That was barbaric, Docs. Utterly barbaric. I just can't believe you gave Lobo permission. Let's say I turned a blind eye when the invitation came. <laughs> Reason to believe the main game is fixed. If I can prove it, it could be the key to closing down Mondo Carno once and for all. My calculations are right. They can't allow Lobo to win. They'll find some way of disposing of him. So you sent him in to investigate? Not at all. In fact, Lobo doesn't know a thing about it. You mean you sent him in blind? <laughs> Next issue. <laughs> Whose tentacles? Oh, no, sorry. Whose tentacles? tentacles. Mom. <laughs> I mean, tentacles, testicles, they're all kind of connected. <laughs> but that'll be next issue. <laughs> what do they teach you guys up there in Canada? I don't know. <laughs> oh, my. Yes. Uh, I think sending Lobo go. in blind is probably the best way to do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's all about that's dealing funny. with carnage, and that's what he's doing. Totally, totally, yeah. totally. I was not expecting a little Legion appearance there. That was a lovely, absolutely, little, little yeah. surprise. And like, there's it yeah, all in. more of a plot. I was like, oh, I didn't realize it was going to be more than just the contest. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> that's what I—I I thought that's all it was, and I was fine with that. But this is an interesting turn. And, yeah, uh, totally. And another another thing about it is, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, just getting the contest is is fine, too. Oh, um, yeah. But um, but I like that we're getting a little extra with it. And it's, you know, further justification for why we pause uh, L.E.G.I.O.N. every now and then to uh, 
to do a Lobo miniseries. And it's like, see, this one has a tie-in. <laughs> sort of. Totally. Kind of. Totally. Yeah. Although I sure. have to say, yeah, when reading this, I did wonder, especially when they gave the, the Wolfman guy his question. I'm like, well, that's a cheat. <laughs> Give yeah, him the question yeah. where he's the answer. Yeah. I'm like, ah, maybe there is a cheat. <laughs> oh, I got to the end. I was like, oh. True. Yeah. yeah. There, is, there is indeed. And, and you can't yes. resist Wolfman Marv. Even, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no. Even if it was a, a Lenween character. <laughs> totally. There's there's a couple of mashups going on there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah, the name kind of goes with Marv. The Wolfman part, I mean. Yeah, yeah. totally. Totally. If you've got a Wolfman, you might as well go uh, one step further. <laughs> Make it a Wolverine man. Although he's damn disturbing. I think he's the most disturbing one to look at. Just yeah. Because it it's, you know, instead of it being the mask, that's the way his head is shaped. So it's just really uh, bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is it for this month. That is it. Next for this week <laughs> month week time well, technically you know. uh, we well we don't know we don't know for sure do we yeah <laughs> oh dear anyway we will check out next issue next week <laughs> and folks you can uh, you can tell us what you think about who should win which contest uh, by reaching out to us at leecher substitute podcasters at gmail.com uh, you can also go over to the Facebook page, uh, which is found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. And you can leave a comment there. Or you can head to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. Yeah, I want to know who wants to win the, uh, out there, who wants to win the barbed wire nose rings? Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, that way I know who or, not to invite to Thanksgiving next year. Yes, there you have it. <laughs> or maybe if I'm pissed at my family, who I do want to invite. Uh, <laughs> <totally>. <laughs> or the platinum cod piece. Or the, you know, there's there were plenty of prizes there for yes for choosing. <laughs> Indeed. Alrighty. Well, that is it, my friends. We will see you all next week. B-Y-E-L-A-T-E-R-A-L-A-V-I-D-A. L-A-V-I-D-A. Alba. I've lost the rest. Alba. Alba something. Alba Vida. Alba Vida. Alba Vida. I don't know. Doesn't tell me how to pronounce them. Alrighty. Alvida, y'all. Alvida. <laughs> 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 <laughs>